You are tuned in to the Alex Cardinelli Entertainment Network here on Blog Talk Radio with your host, the crazy energetic Alex Cardinelli. You can expect the unexpected, and you can expect plenty of craziness. Now, live from Ace Network Studios in Springfield, Mass, is your host, Alex Cardinelli. The Alex Cardinelli Show here on East Network. The Alex Cardinelli Show is a talk show that will talk about anything and everything from WWE wrestling to movie reviews to politics to even current news and events. You will get your entertainment and news fix. Alex Cardinelli promises to deliver a quality talk show that you will enjoy. Alex will share topics you want to hear with the young man's point of view. So what do you have to say? You, the listener, want a piece of the action? We'll get in on the action by calling into the talk show at 1-347-989-8142. Are you ready for a fun talk show? Then let's get on to Alex Cardinelli, who is live right now at Ace Network Studios. Take it away, Alex. Now, 
today's show is being broadcast live, which means I will accept any calls that I get. The call-in number tonight is one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. And you can call in to tell me how you deal with bipolar. You can call in to discuss how and when you got diagnosed with bipolar. And you can call in to offer advice to those who are already suffering from bipolar. That's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Now, I just ask that if you are going to call in to speak live, make sure you dial 1 so that I know you want to call in to talk and not call in to listen, because sometimes people call in to listen to my show, and I bring them on live, and they actually don't want to talk, they just want to listen. So if you want to call in to speak tonight, that's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, and I'd be very happy to bring you live on the show. Now, I have a lot of wonderful information that I'm going to talk about tonight, so be prepared to hear me speaking for a while. Okay? So, now that we've got the collar plug out of the way, let's go ahead and go over today's show agenda. Today, I'm going to be talking about bipolar. I'll be discussing things like, what is bipolar? I'll share my personal story about bipolar. I'll answer the question, is bipolar curable? And much more. So by the end of the show, you're going to leave this great show with a lot of wonderful information. All right? So let's go ahead and get started, and I'll keep an eye on my studio for some uh, wonderful callers, and hopefully we will get some callers on today's show. Let's get started right now. I'll start by discussing what is bipolar. So I'm going to give you two definitions of bipolar, my personal definition and the book definition from WebMD. So here is my definition of bipolar. A person with bipolar is going to have different emotions each day. Now, that person can be happy, sad, angry, pissed off, confused, upset, or really, really excited for anything, any reason. They'll be upset for anything, too. They get easily upset. Now, a person with bipolar it can be very depressed and upset over the smallest of things. That's right. Bipolar can cause you to be very depressed and upset over the smallest of things. Now, bipolar people, like myself, sometimes aren't able to think clearly, and we also do things on impulse, like impulse buying, impulse um, actions that sometimes normal people want to do in circumstances. So bipolar is definitely a disease that I think um, I would not give to anyone who is my enemy because it's an awful disease in my opinion. It is curable to some extent, but the person always always is going to have bipolar. You cannot get rid of bipolar no matter what anyone says. Like today, I posted today's show on an individual um, group, and he was telling me that uh, bipolar can be cured and removed. But no, it cannot, because sooner or later, it will come back. Believe it or not, bipolar will come back sooner or later. You can control it, but it ain't going to go away. And if it does, 
um, good for you, but eventually it will come back, but you have to fight it. But we'll talk about that later on in the show. So that was my definition of bipolar. Here is the book definition from WebMD, quote, unquote, bipolar disorder, formerly called manic depression, is a mental illness that brings severe high and low moods and changes in sleep, energy, thinking, and behavior. People who have bipolar disorder can have periods in which they feel overly happy and energized and other periods of feeling very sad, hopeless, and sluggish. In between those periods, they usually feel normal. You can think of the highs and the lows as two poles of mood, which is why it's called bipolar disorder. The word manic describes the times when someone with bipolar disorder feels overly excited and confident. These feelings can also involve irritability and impulsive or reckless decision-making. About half of people during mania can also have delusions, believing things that aren't true and that they can't be talked out of, or hallucinations, seeing or hearing things that aren't there. Hypomania describes milder symptoms of mania in which someone does not have delusions or hallucinations and their high symptoms do not interfere with their everyday life. Now, the word depressive describes the times when the person feels very sad or depressed. These symptoms are similar to depression, a condition in which someone never has manic or hypomanic episodes. Most people with bipolar disorder spend more time in depressed phases than in manic phases, unfortunately. All right, so that's some background information on what bipolar is. Now, I'm here to tell you guys about my personal story about bipolar. So I'm going to share my personal story about bipolar with all of you, the listeners. So if you're a listener and you're listening live and you have bipolar, please feel free to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two and share your story on bipolar, how you got diagnosed with bipolar, and how you deal with bipolar. Because right now, I am going to tell you guys how I deal with it and everything you need to know. So here is my personal story about bipolar. Now, I was diagnosed with bipolar at the age of 21 years old, at the young age of 21 years old. I am now going to be turning 22 years old in August 15th of this year. So I'm still 21 years old, but I'll be turning 22 on August 15th, 2015. So... So just recently, I have been diagnosed with bipolar. It was in 2014 that I was diagnosed with bipolar, and I've had the symptoms for quite a while, so my psychiatrist and I knew that I had bipolar. But, but because of bipolar, mo- mo- mainly, and my back issue, I lost interest in career and work, and I quit culinary school and I had a bad 2014. Now, part of the reason me quitting culinary school is because of my bipolar 
stage and I was in depression mode and a manic stage and I felt that I was not able to be in culinary school and I felt depressed during culinary school and I actually lost interest in culinary arts and now that I am feeling better with my bipolar I am slowly getting more interest in culinary arts but at the time when I was in culinary school, bipolar was starting to get to me, and I had to quit culinary art school, and um, it's something that I regret now. Now, I had a bad 2014 because my bipolar was ruining some friendships I had because I had these evil thoughts coming into my head, like I described as one of the symptoms of bipolar a few minutes ago, and it was really something that was destroying my 2014 because in 2014 I had gained friends and then I had lost friends, I had gained friends and then I had lost friends all throughout 2014 and I was posting things on Facebook about people that I shouldn't have and things of that nature and that is a very bad sign of bipolar in anyone but luckily right now I am feeling much better because I am on medicine for my bipolar, and and it really is something that I don't wish anyone receives or gets because bipolar is an awful disease. Okay, so hopefully um, you guys will understand that side of the story because uh, last year I gained a lot of enemies because of my bipolar and people need to realize that sometimes I can control how I act if the bipolar coming out of me but luckily I got a psychiatrist and I got pills and now I am controlling my bipolar and sometimes I don't need the pills to control my bipolar I just control myself as well Okay, all right, so that was the downside of my bipolar that I just told you guys. Now, like I said, 2015, I am not letting the bipolar control me. I am taking my medicine, and I am doing positive things, like this great show. I created the wonderful um, ACE Network that you guys are listening to right here, right now. And I got a bigger fish tank because I've been delaying getting a bigger fish tank, and everything is going good for me. So bipolar is not getting to me here in 2015, and I have some wonderful friends that I really, really enjoy. And I've been able to keep friendships this year because I am not letting bipolar get to me. Now, what do I go through with bipolar? Well, when it gets to me, I go through a lot of depression. I have the depression stage of bipolar, and sometimes I will have the manic stage of bipolar when I get overly excited over anything and everything. But what I do to cope that is I just buy one thing and make myself happy. And when I'm depressed, I will actually um, do something that I like, like a podcast, and that helps me out very much. So we have a caller here on the ACE Network. I'm actually going to go ahead and bring this caller live, and I will finish my story right after this wonderful caller. Hi, you're live on the ACE Network Bipolar Show. Thank you very much for calling in. 
You are now live on the line, live on the line. with Alex Cardinelli. Hello, thank you very much for calling in to this wonderful episode of the Ace Network. Are you there? Okay, I guess you all should call back later. All right, so I'll go ahead and uh, finish my um, story for you, and if she calls back in again, I'll uh, answer her call. Now, here is how I deal with my bipolar. Now, whenever I am in a mania or if I'm really depressed, what I do to cope with my bipolar is I put together some wonderful podcasting, and the podcast actually helped me deal with my bipolar. I'm able to um, feel a lot better through my podcast. I'm able to enjoy myself and calm myself down. Now, I also cook and bake to deal with my bipolar. Now, cooking and baking is something that I really enjoy, and I feel that it helps me relax and relieve a lot of my stress from bipolar. And last but not least, I am a tropical fish keeper. As you guys might know, all my well listeners here on Ace Network might know that I am a tropical fish keeper. So sometimes I feel that tropical fish keeping helps me calm down my bipolar and it makes me feel very good. I love the tropical fish keeping hobby. So those are the ways that I cope and deal with my bipolar is I actually um, really enjoy doing a podcast, I um, cook and bake, and I take care of my tropical fish, and sometimes when it's nice out, like it's nice and uh, beautiful outside right now, we're in the middle of beautiful spring, I actually... um, I actually go outside and I go to a park, I go to Six Flags New England, I go on rides, and I go outside, go for walks and things of that nature, and I find that going outside in beautiful weather, it actually helps you calm yourself down and gets you feeling nice, and a bipolar will fully go away if you go outside and have some fun. All right, so that's my story of how I deal with my Bipolar. Now you can call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. I'm going to go ahead and call a nice young lady who is going to share her story about bipolar with us, and she's going to tell us how she copes with her bipolar. She can't call in for some reason, so I'm going to go ahead and um, call her. And while I do that, I'm going to go ahead and play the caller line so I can dial her number really quick. You are now tuned back into the Alex Cardinelli Show, live with your host, Alex Cardinelli. We hope you enjoyed our nice music and commercial break and are ready for some fun discussion. What is Alex going to chat about now? Get involved with social media and tweet your thoughts on tonight's topic. Tweet to at Alex Cardinelli 1, capital A in Alex and C in Cardinelli. Now let's get back to the action. Here's Alex live from the Blog Talk Radio Studio in Springfield, Massachusetts.
Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and call this nice lady, and we'll hear her tell her story on Bipolar with all of you guys right here. So here we go. I'm going to dial the number right now. Okay, here we go. We're calling. We're, we're making a call. Hello? Hello, you're now live on the uh, Alex Cardinelli Show here on the Ace Network. Oh, yay. I've actually, I've, I, I've been listening to you all night, and I've been so excited to call in. Awesome. I'm very excited to have you here on the show. So, would you like me to start with my, my story? Sure, go ahead. I'd be, I'd be happy to hear it. I'm sure my listeners would be as well. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that I've been bipolar my whole life. Um, I know that I've been ADHD since I came out of the womb, as according to my psychiatrist said when I was 18, or actually 19 was when I was diagnosed with that. I've seen psychiatrists since I was 17, um, but none of them picked up on my bipolar. I got married at 23. I moved out to Texas, and that's when the depression hit. Um I fell into a deep depression. I basically wanted to kill everyone or anyone that, that came in my path. Um, but I didn't know it. I started um, self-medicating. And then um, I went into a rehab place. Now, the guy, met, the doctor never talked to me. I filled out a form. He, he never spoke to me. He spoke to me for like two minutes to um, to say I was allowed into the rehab, and I was diagnosed bipolar then, but then, um, you know, after 60 pounds and one month later, I realized that everyone there was diagnosed bipolar, and so I didn't believe the diagnosis, you know, you can't diagnose everybody in the place bipolar, so that was scary, and I gained a ton of weight, I was 120 going in, and I was almost 200 pounds coming out two months later. So I didn't believe them. Although deep down inside, I knew I was bipolar. Um, so I moved out of, of there, and I moved away with this old lady that was in there with me, and and that's when the pr- promiscuity came on. Um, that's a common, common sign of being bipolar, when, when you're promiscuous, even though that's nothing you've ever, ever believed in. You've never believed in in cheating in a marriage or anything like that. And and I was. I was cheating very bad. I was pretty much going crazy with promiscuity. I was spending money I didn't have. And um but I never I never believed that diagnosis. I wasn't bipolar, damn it, I was not freaking bipolar. So um I moved back to Georgia and I got a, a doctor that I loved and I trusted. He trusted me and I trusted him. And he said, Heather, you've never actually been depressed and you've never actually had anxiety. These are symptoms of undiagnosed and improperly treated bipolar. And he put me on a medication called um, gabapentin. Oh, I also told him, I said, I, were, I refuse to be on a medication that causes weight gain. I've already gained almost 100 pounds. I refuse to be on a medication that causes weight gain. So he put me on gabapentin. And for some people, um, I'm a part of a bipolar group. I know some people in there think 
think that it has caused their weight gain, and it probably does because every medication is different for every person. But um, it didn't cause any weight gain in me. What it did, though, was change my life, and that's how I knew I was bipolar because he said that the anxiety and the depression is a symptom of bipolar. Let me put you on this medication and let's see what it does. Now, the first two months of that medication were hell. I um, I was really, really nauseous. I I threw up a few times. Like, I had to walk to work at the time. I threw up a few times on the side of the road walking to work. But my mind was clear, and my heart was clear, and it changed my life. Um, but I'm calling in because you wanted to know about advice about bipolar. Now, I was on that medication for two years. The first year, I... I I didn't really believe I was bipolar. I, I, I took it, and it did clear up my mind, but then there was a moment of, um, screw this, I'm not really bipolar, and I came off my medication, and I got arrested, and um, I went to jail for my third uh, DUI. My first two were before I was medicated, and um, I'm actually, this was in 2012, I'm actually still on probation for the last DUI because I was only convicted last August, which is another another part of being bipolar is that um, you get in a lot of trouble sometimes and you do get arrested. Um, and I can tell you from jail that about 80% of people in jail have mental disorders that, that were either untreated or they couldn't find help for. Um, wow. But I did. But I did. Uh, I... I you know, it took two years to get convicted for that, but um, I left jail because I knew this was my last stay in jail. This was the last part of 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 that part of my life. Um, I had found help. I had found the reason why I kept going to jail. Now, once you find a reason, just like any disease, once you find a reason, you can find a cure. Not necessarily a cure, but a a, a way to take care of it way of handling it and so I loved being being in jail I preached to everyone there um this is my last this is the last hurrah you will never see me back in here because I know how to treat my bipolar now I know how I I can honestly say that I've never been so angry that I wanted to kill somebody in like three years and I've been stable for a good solid two and a half years um, but because I'm on probation right now, the medication I was on, um, I can't be on because it can cause a false positive and a drug test. The gabapentin can cause a false positive, a opiate, and a drug test. But I was on Lamictal in jail, and it was heavenly as well. It was, it was pretty much as good as gabapentin, but unfortunately I don't have insurance so I can't be on that either because um, I can't get a doctor to prescribe it. So since December 3rd, I've been off medication. And I don't recommend that to nobody. I, don't re- I do not recommend it to anybody that's bipolar to be off medication. But for the first um, four weeks in jail, they would not let me be on any medication. And I handled it, I handled it pretty well. Now, let me tell you something about jail. If any a time to go crazy, it's in jail. Um, but I didn't. I actually was 
very stable. I got on the Lamectal. I was very stable. So for the last, what is that, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, almost six months I've been on medication. My, um, And that's why I wanted to call in because there are some people out there that can't get on medication or that have been on medication and have maybe their spouse or themselves have lost a job and they can't get back on medication. First off, call um, whatever state you live in has a crisis hotline. So you can call that and find a doctor near you that will treat you for free. Unfortunately, in America, um, invisible illnesses aren't treated like cancer. And you're going to be put on a waiting list. So until then, I do recommend things like essential oils. There's oils where um, they calm you and exercise. Go on a hike through, you know, through nature. Nature is another thing that calms you. It, it balances you out. You have, I mean, when it comes to bipolar, you have to be on medication most of the time. I can't wait until August when I'm off probation and I can get back on my medication. I'm counting down the days. But... Um, there's so many things that can help you out. In the meantime, say you shouldn't be able to be on medication. Um, pets, I have a dog. She's on my lap right now who I'm trying to find out how I can get her to be a, um, you know, a, a, I can't think of the word, but where she can go in public with me, a helper dog. Um, and, you know, nature grounding, putting your feet into the earth. Find some dirt in your yard and put your feet in the dirt. That helps a lot. It's called earthing. Um, other things is just, you know, planting stuff. Finding your accomplishments through keeping a plant alive for a few days. I can't keep an orchid alive to save my life, but I can grow tomatoes for some reason, and that helps me. Also, finding music. Sometimes during panic attacks, I will put earphones in and just blast music so loud that people around me are looking at me. But it drowns out those thoughts in your head. And it's very helpful. That's very good. That was some wonderful information there. And you provided us and our listeners with some uh, wonderful information. Now, uh, I think you can classify your dog as a uh, service dog if it helps with your uh, bipolar. That's the word I was looking for, a service dog, yeah. Um, I heard that you can just go to your vet and get a veterinary letter, but as far as getting the service dog, like, vest, where you can take them out into public with you, it can be kind of costly, but I've heard also, same thing with, you know, when I mentioned the crisis hotline, that there are ways to get around that. Yes, that's very true. Well, uh, I want to thank you for calling in and sharing your story with us. It was a wonderful story. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. I enjoyed your story, too. Awesome. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Good night. Good night. Okay, so anyone else is uh, welcome to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to share your bipolar story with all of us out there. So thank you, Heather, for that. That was some wonderful information, and I really appreciate you calling into the show. That was uh, awesome, wasn't it? All right. 
So let's get back to our show. And I finished talking about my story, and then we had a wonderful caller talk about her story. And hopefully we'll have some more callers on this wonderful show. So now we're going to get back to the wonderful information now that I got my story out of the way. And one of our wonderful listeners got her stories out of the way. Now, one of the persons in the live chat room wants to know, what are the symptoms of bipolar disease? Well, there are a lot of symptoms out there. So I'm reading from WebMD right now. Here are the symptoms of bipolar disorder, quote-unquote, from WebMD. In bipolar disorder, the dramatic episodes of high and low moods do not follow a set pattern. Someone may feel the same mood state, depressed or manic, several times before switching to the opposite mood. These episodes can happen over a period of weeks, months, and sometimes even years. How severe it gets differs from person to person and can also change over time, becoming more or less severe. Symptoms of manias, the highs, include excessive happiness, hopefulness, and excitement. Sudden changes from being joyful to being irritable, angry, and hostile. Restlessness, rapid speech, and poor concentration. Increased energy and less need for sleep. High sex drive, making grand and unrealistic plans, showing poor judgment, drug and alcohol abuse, becoming more impulsive. So those are all of the symptoms of manias, the highs. Again, those would include excessive happiness, hopefulness, and excitement, sudden changes from being joyful to being irritable, angry and hostile, restlessness, rapid speech, and poor concentration, increased energy and loss, less need for sleep, high sex drive, making big, grand, unrealistic plans, showing poor judgment, drug and alcohol abuse, and being more impulsive. So I had to repeat that just in case you guys couldn't understand what I was saying before. So those are the symptoms of mania. Now, during depressive periods, the lows, a person with bipolar disorder may have sadness, loss of energy, feelings of hopelessness or worthlessness, not enjoying things they once liked, trouble concentrating, uncontrollable crying, trouble making decisions, irritability, needing more sleep, insomnia, appetite changes that make them lose or gain weight, thoughts of death or suicide, or attempting suicide. Now the thoughts and deaths of suicide or attempting suicide are the extreme cases of bipolar, but they can and will happen to anyone that does not control their bipolar and take their medications. So it is strongly recommended to all my listeners out there, if you are bipolar, you really need to take your uh, medicine if you are in a depressive state. Now, with me personally, I have both the manias and the depression, and when I take my medicine, I take Lamectol and another one that I can't pronounce for some reason. Some of these pills have really, really hard names to pronounce, but when I take my meds, I feel like a normal person. I feel very happy, 
and I'm able to do the things that I would do if I did not have bipolar, like host these great shows and uh, take care of my fish tank and things of that nature. Because sometimes during my bipolar, I feel very lazy, and I don't feel like doing anything, and I keep putting things off, and I cancel these radio shows and things of this nature. But when I take my medicine, I have the drive and I have everything, the motivation to get me to do things. So that's why it really is important if you think you have bipolar to go get checked out and get medicine so that you're motivated to do things. It really is very, very important. All right? So those are the symptoms of bipolar. Now, who gets bipolar? Now, when someone gets bipolar disorder, it usually starts when they're a young adult, like it did with me. Like I said earlier in the show, I got bipolar at a young age of 21 years old. So nine times out of ten, someone is going to get bipolar between the ages of 15 and 21. Now, it can happen earlier, often along with ADHD. Bipolar disorder can run in families. Now, both men and women are equally likely to get it. Women are somewhat more likely than men to go through rapid cycling, which is having a several distinct mood episodes within a year. So that means women will be more um, depressed and have more episodes every year than a man. Now, women also tend to spend more time depressed than men with bipolar disorder, as I just mentioned. Now, many people with the condition abuse alcohol or other drugs, and I know several people with bipolar who are actually abusing alcohol and drugs, and i got to tell you, alcohol and drugs do not mix with bipolar because it can lead to things like violence, crimes, and it can get you in a lot of trouble. So if you are bipolar and you're listening to this episode of the ACE Network and the Alex Cardinelli Show, I personally do not recommend you drink and you do drugs on bipolar because it will get you in a lot of trouble and you don't want that. Now, I'm not saying that you can't have an occasional social drink because I do. I drink Mike's Hard Lemonade every once in a while for social occasions. So just limit your drinking. Don't drink too much because you can get into serious trouble with bipolar. Now back on topic. People with seasonal depression and certain anxiety disorders like post-traumatic stress disorder are also more likely to have bipolar disorder. Now, what causes bipolar disorder? There is no single cause. Genes, brain changes, and stress can all play a role. Now, I believe that stress led to me getting bipolar. I had a lot of stress in my life, but it's certainly no excuse for why I have bipolar and how I act during my bipolar, but it is just my belief of how I personally got bipolar. Now you may ask, how is bipolar disorder diagnosed? Well, WebMD recommends 
if you or someone you know has symptoms of bipolar disorder, to talk to your family doctor or a psychiatrist. They will ask questions about mental illnesses that you or the person you're concerned about have had and any mental illnesses that run in the family. You'll also get a checkup. Now, diagnosing bipolar disorder is all about the person's symptoms. How severe are they? How long have they lasted? How often do they happen? The most telling signs are those that involve highs or lows in mood, along with changes in sleep, energy, thinking, and behavior. Talking to close friends and family of the person can often help the doctor distinguish bipolar disorder from major depression or other psychiatric disorders that can involve changes in mood, thinking, and behavior. Now, what are the treatments for bipolar disorder? Now, bipolar disorder can be treated. It's a long-term condition that needs ongoing care. Now, these are the two treatments that I use for my bipolar. Medication is the main treatment. And like I said, I take lithium, and it helps me control my bipolar, and it helps me out a lot. So I use that, and it really helps me calm me down and calm my bipolar down as well. But psychotherapy or talk therapy is often recommended too. I also use talk therapy. I have a therapist that comes to my house every Monday morning, and we talk about what's going on for the week, and it makes me feel a lot better. Now, people who have four or more episodes of mood changes in a year or who also have drug or alcohol problems can have forms of the illness that are much harder to treat, and that is very true. Now, as my caller um, had stated, always take your meds. Stopping meds is never going to work. You should always take your medicines when you are dealing with bipolar. It is very, very important to always make sure you take your medicine. Okay, it's very important. And I'd like to say thank you, Heather, for pointing that out on today's wonderful show. Now, what can I expect after bipolar disorder treatment? For most people, a good treatment program can stabilize moods and provide symptom relief. Ongoing treatment is more effective than dealing with problems as they come up. So I'm personally recommending that you get ongoing treatment, whether you go see a psychiatrist or a therapist to deal with any problems as they come up and to deal with everything that's in your life. Ongoing treatment is the key because if you have a problem that's coming up, it's best to see it then than wait until more problems come up. Now, people who also have a substance abuse program, they may need more specialized treatment, according to WebMD. All right, now let's talk about the really bad bipolar, which leads to bipolar disorder and suicide. Some people who have bipolar disorder may become suicidal. Learn the warning signs and seek immediate medical help for them. These are all the signs that someone may be considering suicide with bipolar. Depression, 
changes in eating, sleeping, changes in activities, etc. Isolating themselves, talking about suicide, hopelessness, or helplessness, acting recklessly, taking more risk, having more accidents, abusing alcohol or other drugs, focusing on morbid and negative things, talking about death and dying, crying more or becoming less emotionally expressive, giving away possessions. Those are all signs that someone is considering um, suicide as a bipolar person. You need to watch those signs. You don't want anyone to commit suicide on bipolar. All right, so this is a wonderful show on bipolar thus far. We're having a great time and a great show. So today's show is being brought to you by Akari Sales USA, a leader in tropical fish foods, School of Fish Inc., a leader in tropical fish sales right here in western Massachusetts, Cheesecakes by Design, a leader in fresh cheesecake that ships cheesecakes straight to your door, the Paranormal Hour on Dakota Network, a sister network of the ACE Network, and AC Food Reviews on YouTube providing some wonderful food reviews. We're going to take a quick commercial break here on the Ace Network's Bipolar episode. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the types of bipolar. So coming up next, right here, right now, on the Ace Network, is the types of bipolar, right after a word from our sponsors. So stick around, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll be right back, folks. Hikari offers a wide selection of aquatic diets to help you and your fishy friend find success. With more than 137 years of aquatic experience, Hikari was the originator of species-specific diets long before others thought it was important or trendy, and the first to bring unique products to fish keepers like algae wafers, the world's first diet specifically formulated for Picosinus, Micropellets, the world's first micro-coated aquatic diet for tropical fish, Saki Hikari, the world's first probiotic-enhanced diet for koi, goldfish, cichlid, and now turtles. And BioPure, the world's cleanest and most nutrition-packed frozen and freeze-dried foods, industry trendsetters when they were first introduced. When you're looking for the best aquatic diets your hard-earned money can buy for your aquatic pets, look no further than Hikari. Your fish and your wallet will be forever grateful. School of Fish, Inc. offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best of livestock from fresh water to salt water and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today. School of Fish, Inc. located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts, and we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, closed Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc. That's School of Fish, I-N-C. See on Facebook for exclusive deals, specials, and see what's new. Are you looking for something creamy, moist, and decadent in your life? Do you have a sweet tooth? 
Well, cheesecakes are the answer for you. Cheesecake by Design offers you a wide variety of cheesecakes and some wonderful flavors. At Cheesecake by Design, you will find a flavor just for you. Whatever it be. A red velvet cheesecake. A strawberry cheesecake. Or a cookies and cream cheesecake. We have tons of flavors to fit your needs. We ship fresh cheesecakes all over the United States straight to your door. So next time you're hosting a party, a family get-together, or a cookout, and you need dessert, order a delicious, moist, creamy cheesecake from Cheesecake by Design. Our cheesecakes are always homemade and made with the freshest possible ingredients. Check out our website and call 336 525-5120 with any questions or to place an order. Are you interested in the paranormal? Do you find it interesting when people tell ghost stories or tell you stories about things that have happened to them that they cannot explain? Then, if you are, join me, Andrew J., on the Dakota Network as I interview paranormal investigators, cryptozoologists, and everything paranormal. You won't be disappointed, so please feel free to come over to the Dakota Network. That's Dakota Network on Blog Talk Radio. And listen to me live as I interview these interesting people. I will have paranormal investigators on there that are going to share EVPs. They're going to talk about some of the more interesting stories they have. So please, come over and check me out. You won't be disappointed. And thank you for your time. Do you like fast food? Do you like going to restaurants? Well then, check out AC Food Reviews. Alex Cardinelli is going to bring to you some awesome food reviews on the AC Food Review channel on YouTube. Alex will have some phenomenal reviews from McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, Dunkin' Donuts, and much more. All of your favorite fast food places will be reviewed on the AC Food Review. Plus, Alex will dive into the local restaurants and give you some spectacular food reviews. So if you love food, check out AC Food Reviews on YouTube right now. That's AC Food Reviews. Make sure you subscribe to get all of our latest and awesome food reviews. You are now tuned back into the Alex Cardinelli Show, live with your host, Alex Cardinelli. We hope you enjoyed our nice music and commercial break and are ready for some fun discussion. What is Alex going to chat about now? Get involved with social media and tweet your thoughts on tonight's topic. Tweet to at Alex Cardinelli 1, capital A in Alex and C in Cardinelli. Now let's get back to the action. Here's Alex live from the Blog Talk Radio Studio in Springfield, Massachusetts. You're 
tuned in to the Alex Cardinale Entertainment Network here on Blog Talk Radio with your host, the crazy, energetic Alex Cardinale. You can expect the unexpected. And expect plenty of craziness. Now, live from Ace Network Studios in Springfield, Mass., is your host, Alex Cardinale. Okay, we are back here live on this bipolar edition episode of the Ace Network, here live exclusively on the Alex Cardinale Show. And today we're having a wonderful show and I am talking about a disease that I suffer, and a lot of people around the world suffer. We are talking about bipolar. Now, before commercial break, I shared my personal story with all of you, the lovely listeners. We had a phenomenal caller, and I shared some wonderful information on bipolar, such as what is bipolar, what symptoms of bipolar are, and a lot of other wonderful information. And right now here on this episode, we are going to be talking about the types of bipolar here on the show, because there are more than one type of bipolar out there. And it's important that all my listeners know all of the types of bipolar out there. Now, before I do that, please feel free to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. That's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. You can call in to share your individual bipolar story or tell us how you deal with your bipolar or talk bipolar with us. I had I had one wonderful caller and I'd love a couple more. So go ahead and call in one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two callers are awesome and i love getting callers so hopefully we'll get a couple more here on this fantastic show so in the meantime until we wait for our next caller let's go ahead and talk about the types of bipolar now bipolar is a complex illness there are many different symptoms and several different types of bipolar disorder the primary symptoms of disorder are dramatic and unpredictable mood swings. You have your happy, you have your sad, you have your angry, you're upset, and all of those great symptoms. Now, I like to consider bipolar like this, high, middle, low. You might be high, excited, Middle, you might be confused, and low, you might be upset and really pissed off at someone or something. And oftentimes, I'm usually in the high, excited about something, but usually I jump over to the low when I read something on the Internet or I think someone is talking about me. I get upset and I get really pissed off. Okay? Now, the various types of bipolar disorder range from mild to severe, We've already talked about the bipolar symptoms, but now we will focus on depression and mania symptoms. Bipolar mania, hypomania, and depression are symptoms of bipolar disorder. The dramatic mood episodes of bipolar disorder do not follow a set pattern. 
Depression does not always follow mania. A person may experience the same mood state several times, for weeks, months, even years at a time, before suddenly having the opposite mood. Also, the severity of mood phases can differ from person to person. Hypomania is a less severe form of mania. Hypomania is a mood that many don't perceive as a problem. It may actually feel pretty good to somebody. You have a greater sense of well-being and productivity. However, for someone with bipolar disorder, hypomania can evolve into mania or can switch into serious depression. Now, if you have periods of unusually high energy and high mood, along with three or more of the following mania symptoms most of the day, nearly every day, for one week or longer, you may be having a manic episode of bipolar disorder. And here are the symptoms. Needing less sleep in order to feel rested. Talking very rapidly or excessively. Distractibility fast thoughts, tendency to show poor judgment, such as impulsively deciding to quit a job or fire somebody if you are a boss or do anything really quick without thinking, inflated self-esteem or grandiosity, unrealistic beliefs in one's ability, intelligence, and powers may be delusional, and I'm going to admit at one time I had inflated self-esteem or grandiosity, and I thought that my show and myself was bigger and better than anyone, but I quickly removed myself from that position and made my show very fun, and I love listening to other people's shows here on Blog Talk Radio, and I think my show is fun, and I don't think it's better than anyone's shows out there now. Okay, the next symptom is reckless behaviors, such as lavishing, spending, sprees, meaning spending too much money, going out shopping a lot, impulsive sexual indiscretions, abuse of alcohol, drugs, or ill-advised business decisions. Those are all of the symptoms. Now, some people with bipolar disorder become psychotic when manic or depressed, hearing things that aren't there. They may hold on to false beliefs, and it cannot be swayed from them. In some instances, they, they see themselves as having superhuman skills and powers, even considering themselves to be godlike. The dramatic mood episodes of bipolar disorder do not follow a predictable pattern. Depression does not always follow mania. A person may experience the same mood state several times for weeks, months, even years at a time before experiencing a remission or change in mood state. Also, the severity of mood phases can differ from person to person. Now, the periods of depression can be equally intense. Sadness and anxiety affect every aspect of life. Thoughts, feelings, sleeping, eating, physical health, relationships, and ability to function at work. If depression is not treated, it often grows worse until it may finally go away. However, there may seem to be no way out of this overwhelming mood. An episode of depression involves five or more of the following symptoms 
most of the day, nearly every day for two weeks or longer. Symptoms of depression, feeling sad or blue, loss of energy, feelings of guilt, hopelessness or worthlessness, loss of interest or enjoyment from things that were once pleasurable, difficulty concentrating, low energy, feeling physically or mentally sluggish or restless and agitated, increased need for sleep or inability to sleep, insomnia, change in appetite, causing weight loss or weight gain, thoughts of death or suicide or attempting suicide. In addition, people experiencing a major depressive episode may also feel anxious, irritable, and tearful or have trouble making everyday types of decisions. So those are mania and depression symptoms, and mania and depression are very important when it comes to talking about bipolar because it always is something that's always going to be associated with bipolar. When you think of bipolar, you think of mania, and you think of depression, which is the two key things of bipolar. Okay. Now, bipolar disorder is a lifelong illness. Episodes of mania and depression eventually can occur again if you don't get treatment. This is something that will not go away for life. It's a lifelong illness. Now, many people sometimes continue to have symptoms, even after getting treatment for their bipolar disorder. Now, there are many types of bipolar disorder. Here are the types of bipolar disorder. You have the first type, which is bipolar 1 disorder. It involves periods of severe mood episodes from mania to depression. Bipolar 2 disorder is a milder form of mood, evol- uh, of mood evolution, including milder episodes of hypomania that alternate with periods of severe depression. And I was diagnosed with bipolar 2, so I have the milder form of mood elevation and the milder episodes of hypomania and the severe depression. Now, there's also a bipolar disorder called klesomic disorder, and that describes periods of hypomania with brief periods of depression that are not as extensive or long-lasting as seen in full depressive episodes. Mixed features refers to the occurrence of simultaneous uh, symptoms of opposite mood, polarities during manic, hypomaniac, or depressive episodes. It's marked by high energy, sleeplessness, and racing thoughts. At the same time, the person may feel hopeless, desperating, irritable, and suicidal. Rapid cycling is a term that describes having four or more mood episodes within a 12-month period. Episodes must last for some minimum number of days in order to be considered distinct episodes. Some people also experience changes in polarity from high to low or vice versa within a single week or even within a single day. The full symptom profile that defines distinct separate episodes may not be present. For example, the person may not have a decreased need for sleep, making such ultra-rapid cycling a more controversial phenom. 
phenomenon. Rapid cycling can occur at any time in the course of the illness, although some researchers researchers believe that it may be more common at later points in the lifetime duration of illness. Women appear more likely than men to have rapid cycling. A rapid cycling pattern increases risk for severe depression and suicide attempts. Antidepressants may sometimes be associated with triggering or prolonging periods of rapid cycling. However, that theory is controversial and is still being studied. All right, and the last thing I'm going to say before I end this wonderful show is to always respect somebody that has bipolar because they cannot control having bipolar, and bipolar disorder is a disease that I wish no one, even my worst enemies, got because bipolar disease is something that can change a person and it can ruin friendships and people can lose friends like I have with bipolar disorder. So I would not wish bipolar disorder on anyone. I would like to say thank you to WebMD for providing today's show with some wonderful information. I hope all my wonderful listeners out there enjoyed this wonderful show, and I hope you guys got some wonderful information from me, and I hope you guys still respect people with bipolar now, and I hope you guys have some much-needed information on bipolar disorder because bipolar disorder is a very serious disorder, and people need to learn about it. So I hope you guys learned about bipolar disorder from me, and I hope you guys know that I have bipolar, and sometimes I can't control what I do, but luckily I am in control of my bipolar currently at the moment. All right, so once again, a lot of today's information was from WebMD, and some of it was spoken from me, and I hope you guys have learned a lot about bipolar. Now, if you suffer from bipolar and you have a Facebook account, there is a wonderful group on Facebook that I found today, and I joined it, and I was welcomed with open arms there, and they welcome anyone with bipolar in this group. So if you suffer from bipolar and you listen to this great show, I definitely, definitely, definitely recommend you join this wonderful group called the Bipolar Sanctuary on Facebook, so type in the Facebook search bar, Bipolar Sanctuary, and click join on that wonderful group, and they'll be able to help you out, and you're going to be able to have some great friendships with other people who have bipolar, because sometimes it is nice to talk to other people who have bipolar and um, interact with them and see what they're feeling, and maybe you'll help them out when they're having their manias and their depression, and they'll be able to help you out when you're having your manias and your depression. So definitely check out the Bipolar Sanctuary on Facebook and tell them Alice Cardinelli sent you there. And hopefully you'll uh, like that group. I joined that group today, and I am loving it. It's a uh, wonderful group. All right. So I am going to do more shows on Bipolar. It's not just going to be a one show. I'll be doing a series on bipolar, and hopefully I'll get a couple of uh, guests who have bipolar here on the show, and we can talk about uh, bipolar and teach more people about bipolar. This is going to be a series of shows for you, and I'll let you guys know when I'm going to start this wonderful series. Okay, before I end the show, I'd like to promote a couple of uh, radio networks here on Blog Talk Radio. 
The first network is my friend Andrew Sinsky and his wonderful show. He has Dakota Network here on Blog Talk Radio, and Andrew has a wonderful reptile show for all the reptile keepers out there, and he has a wonderful paranormal show for all of those of you who believe in the paranormal. So please check out Dakota Network right here on Blog Talk Radio. And for my good friend, Mr. Discus Man William T. Hannaford, Please check out his network here on Blog Talk Radio called the Euphoric Network. He has a wonderful talk show called Chew the Fat with cool cat William T. He's got some great political shows. If you're into politics, I'm not, so I listen to his shows and I learn a lot about politics. He's got some great discus shows if you're into discus and a lot of great shows. So please check out. Euphoric Network, right here on Blog Talk Radio. All right, with that being said, thank you guys for listening to this show. I hope you guys will respect people with bipolar now, and I hope you guys learned a lot about bipolar. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Alice Cardinelli Show here on the ACE Network. I really appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time on your busy schedule to listen to my show. It means a lot to me because without you, the listeners, and you, the callers, this show and this network is nothing. Remember that. All right, so please share today's show URL on your Twitter, Facebook, or Google Plus account so that some of your friends can listen to this great show. And remember, folks, always take your medicine if you have bipolar to control your bipolar symptoms. Until next time, have a great rest of your night or day, and thank you for listening to the Alice Cardinelli Show here on the ACE Network. I'm Alice Cardinelli, and you've been listening to the ACE Network right here in Springfield, Mass., and I appreciate you taking the time to listen to me, Alice Cardinelli, talk to you live right here on Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Alex Cardinelli Show here on Ace Network. Alex hopes you enjoyed the show. Please check us out every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern for our weekly talk show that will cover anything and everything. Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern for Chef George Morello Hour. Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern for our fun Saturday Night Live, and every other Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern for Cooking with Al Cardinelli, where you'll get tasty and delicious recipes. Share today's show on your Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus account by copying and pasting our show URL to your account so that your friends can listen to our awesome talk show. Have a great night. Alex Cardinelli's show on Ace is now off the air. And show. Cast belongs to the Ace Network, Alice Cardelli Entertainment, 
network. It may not be reused, redistributed without permission from Alice Cardinelli himself. This podcast was recorded live from the Springfield, Massachusetts studio and Ace Network.